0: So far, 58 hostages have been released during the current Israel-Hamas truce, and that includes 39 Israelis. And as we speak, the fourth round of hostages are being released right now. We're watching some live video of this happening uh, they there are they're children. They're getting some of the identities of the uh, the people they believe are involved in this particular hostage release. So we are seeing uh, some of the people they are. There's children uh, that are being released today. Uh, but there are so many more that are being held hostage. And we want to get more insight into what might be happening behind the scenes in this hostage uh, swap. Mike Rogers, former FBI agent, and now senatorial candidate from Michigan, House Intelligence Committee member, former House Intelligence Committee member. So I know you've got a lot of insight in this area, Mike. Welcome to WJR once again.
1: Mary, thanks so much for having me. It's good to be back.
0: Yeah, it sure is. The fear that, uh, that this prolonged ceasefire would give Hamas precious time to recoup, people keep discussing that. Now we hear that the ceasefire has been extended. We uh, are we getting into some dangerous territory here that that fear could really be real that Hamas is going to have an opportunity to regroup in some way.
1: Well, they are definitely regrouping. Uh they are definitely recuperating. Uh and so there's all of that is going to happen. They're going to make sure that their folks are armed. They're going to have uh, you know time and breathing space to create new plans. Uh, and remember, they've been attacking along the way, both in the tunnels and on the ground, uh, when Israel was was moving into uh, you know the the main part of Gaza. So, uh, Marie, I can tell you all of that will happen. I think what the calculus is: can you start getting some of these uh, women and children, at the very least, mm-hmm. uh, out of the hands of these terrorist groups? And and apparently, they were they did find along the way, as it's been reported to me that. Uh, They did find some hostages who had expired in the tunnels along the way, which means they may be having a hard time, they being Hamas, having a hard time trying to keep them alive as well. And so that clock and that calculus for Israel, I think, was probably the determinant factor.
0: Uh, You know, we saw the release of an 84-year-old woman uh, yesterday or over the weekend, I believe, and she's now in serious condition at a hospital. She had life-threatening illnesses before she was taken hostage. She certainly didn't come back in better condition than when she left. They gave her no medical treatment. So it's not surprising to hear that some of these hostages may have died in captivity and that's certainly not what anybody wants to hear wants anybody to know i'm wondering as you're watching this release these releases and you're watching the people that are being released again a lot of children a lot of older people a lot of women um is there anything that you're noticing about uh, the people that are released, or is there anything, any conclusions that we we can draw about the type of people that are br- being released, or how they're being released?
1: I'm gonna. Uh, if you look at the the folks who have been released, if you there's there is a common theme here. People who were frail, the 84 year old woman. Uh, I think Hamas knows if they are dying. If that woman were to die in captivity, that's a different story for them. And really, they're playing for the the uh, public relations game now, they don't really care about the lives of any of these hostages, but I think they believe it's not in their interest for some of these folks to die in their custody. And so the children, the the other folks, and remember some of the children that were released, and this is what we have to remember when we say, it is great, I'm so glad that these hostages are going to get to come home. Uh, but many of these children's parents were killed in front of them
0: uh-huh. as
1: they were ripped out of the houses and taken into these tunnels. You want to talk about psychological mm-hmm. damage for the rest of their life? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what we're talking about. And so, yes, we're thankful that they're coming out. Yes, we should. We we want to get them back. They need to get started through counseling and other things. And and certainly the 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 first part is to get them healthy medically. Uh, but that is a long road recovery for all of them, and so that's what you're seeing: people that they think that they have a higher, harder to control, harder to keep alive, those kinds of things. Those are the people that they're trying to get out first.
0: That common denominator. We, I, I talked earlier about this. That I, had, uh, I saw a report this morning where the relative of a child hostage talked about how the the child is talking about what happened, but talking about it as if it happened to her friend, not to her. Talking about it in the third person, which is clearly um, a psychological ploy, if you will, that children use to try to protect themselves. So there are deep, deep psychological things that have happened to these children that are absolutely just tragic, Mike, just absolutely tragic. Listen, we talked a few weeks ago uh, that if Ham- Hamas is annihilated, as-, as we're pretty much seeing after the relentless bombing by Israel uh, and Israeli forces, then what? Who takes over? We're still asking that question uh, in Gaza.
1: Yeah, there's I think that's to be determined. I, you, you know that the Palestinian people were chasing under Hamas rule. They took over in about 2006 and nothing good happened since, including, by the way, teaching their own children in these uh, schools in Gaza uh, that it is okay and encouraged to kill Jews uh, in school uh, to young minds trying to grow up in that place. And so I think all of that has to be undone and redone so that the Palestinians have an opportunity for a better future, and they can't do it under the yoke of a terrorist organization. Uh, and it is no no more clear in the world to me than in Gaza and so, uh, you know, there's been, I think there are conversations about, uh, you know, does uh, Abbas have some role in the future? Yeah, I think that's all yet to be determined. Um, and the, Palesti- the, the Palestinians in the West Bank have some, some, some theory about leadership going into the future. I think that's all going to be determined in the future. I think at best. If they find Palestinians who actually are looking to form a government to have schools to actually have economic development for the people of Gaza uh, in a relationship with Israel that allows them both to coexist. That's a very tall order, uh, and it's going to take some time, and there's going to be a lot of healing, and there's going to be a lot of anger over the next uh, next decade or so.
0: Biden administration sending $100 million of aid into Gaza. Is any of that going to end up in the hands of Hamas? It's the big question today.
1: I, I do believe it's all, darn near impossible to, to say that it will not, at least a portion of it will not. Remember, those tunnels were built on concrete and steel and other things that were destined in humanitarian uh, aid that both Israel and the rest of the world provided Gaza. And so they stole it, they took it, they used it to to build tunnels under mosques and hospitals and schools and all of those things. Um, And now they're fighting for their very survival. So you bet they're going to find ways to expropriate that material to where they can get away with it uh, and and get it used for their own purposes. It's pretty hard to deny that some of that is going to happen. And that's why I think there needs to be a way to do it on the south end of of Gaza so that you can make sure that the majority of that material gets to people who are truly in a humanitarian crisis.
0: Uh, very quickly, Mike, as we wrap up this interview, I have to ask this question because it's a question that I personally have had watching this. We're being told that Israel's also releasing prisoners right at the same time as these hostages are being released. Um, and, and we've been told over and over again that the prisoners being released by Israel are women and children. And I have to ask the question, why were children being held in prison in Israel?
1: Uh, minors, not children, is my understanding. And so these are uh, minors who committed crimes against uh, Israel. You know, they attack soldiers, both women as well, or were engaged in conspiracies to do the same. And so they are in jail uh, and prison. They are not uh, held hostage. And there's a huge difference, and there should make we should make no moral equivalent. I think that Israel should, uh, you know, when they do do the exchanges, exactly say on why they were. Uh, And, you know, put in jail in the first place. I think that would help their cause a little bit. But it's important to note these aren't little children. These are minors. These are teenagers who have, you know, picked up rocks and tried to tried to kill uh, Israeli soldiers. And again, remember, this is all part of that encouragement by Hamas. Uh, It's all okay. If you're a young, young man in your teenage years, it's okay to, to, to try to take out an Israeli soldier or civilian And so that presented a series of different difficult problems for Israel. And that's what they did. They ended up incarcerating those folks uh, with due process. And so that's the big difference. And so, they, they ought to, again, I think it's really hard to make a moral equivalent to, to right. either of these two cases.
0: Right. But we're hearing so little about that and just hearing those words. And you're wondering, well, wait a minute, who are those people and why were they being held? And and certainly this issue of indoctrination is one that you've talked about before. And it is a very, very real problem and a very real thing that is happening there. Mike Rogers, thank you so much for joining us this, this afternoon, talking this afternoon about this fourth release of hostages let's hope for many more thanks again
1: absolutely, and, absolutely. Oh, we want to get all 200 back
0: uh, absolutely that would be the goal thanks again mike and we'll continue here on wjr when we come back we'll talk a little bit about rosalind carter and other first ladies and their place in history we'll continue here on wjr